Nothing like this on stage, screen, radio, TV, or cable, baby. This is an exclusive. Welcome back to another edition of Duck and the Usher. Uh, with you, as always, is me, Mr. Zachary W. Fisher, and I'm with Joshua A. Stan Camp. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Full legal names. <laughs> Full legal names. Let me find my energy here. Josh and I are both uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right now. Have you pooped today? Uh, yes. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yes, I, I did take my morning constitutional. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I want to thank you all for uh, listening in again today and we also want to thank all of our patrons for their continued support i will rattle off a list of you lovely people our good homies at the end of the show uh which is always uh produced by one mr aj simmons thank you again for your continued support i can speak uh and to our good homies over at copper fox tattoo company for continuing to support and sponsor the show if you are in need of a, a tattoo Josh, I believe you recently got tattooed, right? And there's some stimmy money out there. And um, if you're looking for some looking talented for some new artists, ink, go down to Copper Fox. I mean, yeah, go do it. <coughs> feel alive. Do something brash. Yeah, do something cool. Hang on, let me look up something real quick because I, 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 every time I mention them, I feel like I'm leaving something out, and I'm wondering because <laughs> I, I used to work there like a long time ago um, when it was known as Studio Two Tattoo. I was a body piercer there, and I used to know the number by heart. And I want to be able to provide that. Phone numbers? Who calls people anymore? I mean, come on. Uh, well, all through the Insta and the Tiki Takis and the, that the is true. book of the face. That's you know? right. I mean, yeah, follow them on all their Insta, or in, on all their Insta media. Social media, uh, Instagram at Copper Fox Tattoo Company, uh, Facebook Copper Fox Tattoo Company. I just want to make sure I got it right, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been the same number for like 20 years. Uh, 407-397-9938. They are on the west end of the uh, Earl Bronson Memorial Highway, the west end corridor in uh, Kissimmee. So check them out. Yeah, go do that. Also, uh, I think pretty soon we're going to have some exciting things coming out for all of our Patreon, our Patreon listeners. Um, we got some, some swag coming your way as soon as we get all that together. So if you haven't already answered our Facebook query, uh, on the private group page about your t-shirt sizes. Uh, please hop into that uh, thread and let us know. And I think we, we got a new patron last month, Timbo. Mm -hmm. Timbo, we shall I call him. I think we uh, sent you an invite <clears throat> to be a part of the private page, so make sure you check your uh, Facebook on that. Yeah, get on that and uh, join the convo, um, because usually it's it's with you guys chiming in and, and giving us ideas and asking us questions. kind of keeps the creative ball rolling for us so we thank you all for that i'm gonna hand it over to josh and he's gonna tell you about our movie today and then we're gonna um talk a little bit about what we've been watching yeah our movie today is the last dragon from 1985 it's a one hour and 48 minutes it's got a 6.9 out of 10 on imdb 58 percent on rotten tomatoes <clears throat> the budget was 10 million dollars box office was 33 million this kind of falls under our cult classic uh, genre yeah for our for uh, sure our little uh Whatchamacallit, 
criteria. Our criteria, yeah. our, the parameters <laughs> of, of the show. Yeah, I'm ashamed to admit I hadn't seen this before. Um, I haven't either. Like, uh, you know, I, 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 I put it in the bucket. Yeah. And I don't remember why, but I did. Somebody may have suggested it to you, shown you a trailer. Maybe. I will admit there are parts of it and like images that I've seen. The show enough, definitely I've seen like yes. images, like memes and stuff like that from the show enough parts. I, I think Buster Rhymes parodied it in his video for Dangerous back in the 90s. He does have that hair in that one, doesn't he? He like dressed up just like show enough and did the whole thing. He's like, who's the master? Like, you know, <laughs> who's the master? or something show to that up. effect. And I remember Dangerous, you know, Dangerous. <laughs> and uh, it's been parodied in a number of other ways. I have heard the name Bruce Leroy mentioned, but I never made the connection to, to that. whomever was making the reference to this movie. And there was one other aspect of it, I think, other maybe the DeBarge song. <laughs> yeah, the rhythm of the night. I think that, yeah, I think this that's the other connection I really have. Yeah. No, 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 other one. Different other one. one. No, different one. I can feel it. He's got this very prince, this very, look. yeah, very princey, yeah. which is there's other connections to Prince to this as well with Vanity, who played um, Laura. Laura, yeah. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote down most of the songs that play. Oh, cool. In there. Well, you know what? There's a lot of connections to not just the songs in this, but music uh, legends and in general. Um, which I will we will discuss once we uh, we launch into the the part the what have you been the beginning watching? of here. I have been watching mostly uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, I caught up on that. I did. I, too, I watched last the last night. episode last night. Me too. Really it was good. Good. Real dude, good. I didn't know that that was Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, dude. It wasn't until later on, and then now that I know that, all I can see is Kurt Russell. I I <laughs> I, can, I can see. Oh, it's in his jaw for sure. You yeah, know definitely what I'm saying? his teeth. His teeth and his nose, like you definitely mm -hmm. from like the eyes down, you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's totally Kurt Russell. It was because of his re-emergence in uh, and now like a more, real more prominent role for Wyatt Russell in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I went back and rewatched Overlord, <clears throat> um, which was that sort of Nazi zombie J.J. Uh, Abrams produced. Movie. I don't think I remember seeing that. Pretty cool. Is it fun? Pretty damn cool. There, uh, Did you see the trailer for the new uh, zombie thing, the Vegas Army of the Dead? Yeah. It looks bad, but I'm gonna see. It's I'm, everyone. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch, gonna it. watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like your typical like Zack Snyder fare. Lots of slow motion. Your foot caught my the uh, corner of my eye there. I thought it was like a bug or something. Uh, yeah, it's it's got a lot of his <coughs> signature stuff. What would make it more um, like cool for me is if it's somehow connected to his Dawn of the Dead. From 04. It might be. You never know. Because it's like, oh, you know, we, they got to go to Vegas been quarantined. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It looks like the, whatever is going on in that world, the um, <laughs> literally your dog barks and there's a mailman out yeah, there. How no, perfect my, my is dog that? is a basic bitch. And, like, <laughs> just, just sees that mailman. She goes <clears throat> nuts. Um, the, yeah. There's some aspects to the uh, to the movie I think are pretty cool. Like it seems like the. The virus in the movie was contained and it's walled off. And like yeah. people live somewhere else in the country, according to the trailers, is what the I sort of gleaned. They got to go in there to do something to get something out of Vegas. I don't know. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's, you can look it up. It's going to be on Netflix. <clears throat> Vegas has been done in the zombie world too. It was like covered in sand and Resident Evil Extinction, right? Wasn't it the. the uh, I don't remember watching Extinction. 07. It was awful. Yeah, I think I saw like the first two Resident Evil movies and I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like, All right, Mila Jovich. That's great. Okay, no more. Um, Anything else? But anyway, uh, yeah, actually, um, the animated show Invincible, another superhero show. Is that the new on one? Prime. 
I heard that was pretty good. I haven't Real started cool. it. Real cool. Yeah. I haven't started it. The cast is pretty rad. J.K. Simmons is uh, Omni-Man. They're all like archetypes yeah. of, of your basic superheroes you know from DC and Marvel. Specifically, they kind of like mimic the DC kind of brand a little bit more. Uh, but you can see the influences from everywhere else. Even the uh, the, high, the kids' high school is Reginald A. Reginald Vell Johnson High School. <laughs> and the principal's... His, his name is Principal Winslow, and I think it's voiced by Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, that'd be funny. It, it is, though. I, oh, is I, it? Okay. I'm very I'm certain. Um, he's, but, not, he's not playing a police officer. <clears throat> no, it's... Uh, no, no, he's not. He's a principal. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Stephen Yun is... Uh, or Ewan. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Um, who's been in uh, a lot of great stuff lately. Is the voice of Invincible. So he's sort of the lead. It's a great, great cast, though. Yeah, I like it. Um yeah, but what was I was thinking about Wyatt Russell again about something. Oh, he's been acting a lot longer than I think most people realize. As as back as far back as nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I, I didn't even like realize that that was. Like, I don't remember like seeing him in other things. Well, he was like uh, little, kind he was, of like he was his... Todd, age twelve, in Soldier. Oh, when okay. they were doing the prologue in that movie. That. Yeah. It was totally him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, Let's let's get to talking about. Uh, you didn't ask me what I've been watching. Oh, yeah, excuse it is. me. I'm sorry, my I'm sorry. Liver over here. I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm still. I'm halfway through this bang. <laughs> what What have you been observing, sir? I should just be like nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, no, I've been watching Winter. I started watching that Mighty Ducks Game Changers thing. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Okay. So last night I decided to watch the original Mighty Ducks movie. <clears throat> kind of still holds up, I guess. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, you know. Quack 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 quack. Uh, yes. Which we took from. Yes, so. we totally, yeah. Well, I was watching, um, uh, who was it? Oh, it was uh, Cinema Sins, uh, which is one of my favorite YouTube channels uh, about movies. It's a total send-up, too. Some people get in the comments and get real in their feelings about the shit he's saying. Yeah. But it's it's comedy, and it's really a love letter to the movies. Like, the nitpicks aren't sincere. Gotcha. Some of them might be. Some of them might be, but, but it's not. It's completely acceptable when you're watching, like, you know, when you're using movie logic or whatever. So anyway, um, he's, there's a scene with uh, who's his like skate shop mentor guy from like Norway. Oh, Hans. Uh, ha- yeah, Hans. Hans. Uh, yeah, and he's also like a kid in King Arthur's court. He played. Oh yeah, yeah that's King right. Arthur and stuff like that. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, he's been in a bunch of crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says something about you scored 168 goals or 100. I think it's 128. Oh, I just watched it in last a night. season. I was like, season. how long is that kid's season? And why do they have their own arena? You know, there's a lot of questions I never really thought to ask. Oh, like the Hawks, like how there's they, no way he scored that many that many goals in a season. You know how many goals on average like are put up well, in maybe, any kind of maybe maybe they just game? have really bad teams. Oh, the kid was just dominating because yeah. he's a kid, like you know, beating up a bunch of eight year olds. <laughs> but then, but then in the in the prologue, it's the one damn game. That they they put on that kid's shoulders. That's pretty heavy. That coach is an asshole. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, listen here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bombay. You know, Burma. you're not. You're not just if if you lose this, you're not just upsetting me. You're upsetting the team. You know, you let the team down. But son. the game. But it was. But the. But it was tied. So it was a tiebreaker thing, and he missed the shot. But yeah, but it's still tied. That means the other team starts celebrating. Then no, because it was overtime or something like that, and it was like the yeah. Last... How do how do they lose? I don't if know. It's tied? I don't anyway, know uh, just it's whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the movie. The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. Let's talk about it. Last Dragon opens up. We got that that great TriStar mm. coming in. Every time I see this tri, like the like the eighties TriStar logo, what do you always think? I always think I'm watching Hook because that's how yeah. it's the beginning. Yeah, so. I remember that one a lot. You know, I do have um, a little bit of a backstory I'd like to get into before we jump into. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
<clears throat> before we jump into the movie proper. Um, so as you know, The Last Dragon sometimes is called Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. I thought you did that for a second. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Nice sound effects. <clears throat> so it's sometimes referred to as Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. And I have to admit, I didn't know who Barry Gordy was either before this too. Maybe I did, but not by name or, or by any other measure. Um, so it's a 1985 martial arts comedy musical, um, sort of. Produced by Rupert Hitzig for Barry Gordy and directed by Michael Schultz. I don't know if it's a musical. It's it's, it's it, it has musical music numbers. Idiot. No one really sings. <clears throat> well, one girl does. That's about it. There's like three people singing uh, three dist- different songs that are part of the soundtrack. They're all bad too. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the Cindy Lauper uh, chick rip off. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's. It's. I guess so. there's musical hints to it. It's a Motown. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me. Let, let me I'm getting ahead of myself. Does <laughs> <clears throat> that mean? I think it was me. Two. Okay. All right, here we go. So Barry Gordy is most famously famously known for fun, uh, founding Motown and for guiding R&B, soul, pop, and doo-wop through the decades. Um, as a songwriter, he composed or co-composed many hits, including Lonely Teardrops by Jackie Wilson, Shop Around by The Miracles, and Do You Love Me by The Contours, uh, as well as Jackson 5 hits, I Want You Back, and ABC as part of The Corporation. Uh, he also signed legends like The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, The Temptations, The Four Tops, and Gladys Knight and the Pips, and Stevie Wonder. In 1988, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and in 2016, was presented the National Medal of Arts by President Obama in that tan suit. He produced The Last Dragon and served as a music supervisor, but also wrote three other films as well. I'm sorry, not wrote, but I think produced three other films. 1972's Lady Sings the Blues about Billie Holiday. And 1975's Mahogany, starring Diana Ross, a film he also directed. Uh, the other film he produced was the Bingo Long Traveling All Stars and Motor Kings, which is a hell of a title. Which was a sports comedy, a comedy about traveling um, uh, sports uh, um, baseball team, uh, starring Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, and Richard Pryor. Got some technical problems there, bud. Yeah. Okay. You want me to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Right. I just I'm missing two clips or something. <clears throat> so yeah, that needless to say, just because of the title, that one entered my watch list. The Bingo Long Traveling All Stars and Motor Kings. That one sounds fun. Speaking of Mr. Pryor, our director is uh, Michael Schultz. He also produced theater and television. He directed uh, in the 1970s uh, the movie Car Wash, uh, Greased Lightning in '77, uh, Which Way Is Up. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, what a fun movie! <laughs> I, I, okay, <clears throat> another Did you one. Like it? Another one of my blind it? spot. No, yeah, no. Peter I was Frampton just discovered and it. The Frampton Bee and the Bee Gees. Yeah. yeah, I would have thought that the Beatles would be in such a role. No, I think they just kind of said no because <clears throat> I think by it was just based on their songs. It was another like yeah. across the universe sort of thing. But yeah, but bad, but bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, well. The director of this movie made that movie back in 78. Um, he also did the movie Scavenger Hunt, um, which I think is sort of a cousin to both It's a Mad, 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 Mad World and Rat Race, of which that is well, a remake. Ma- well, yeah, Rat Race is pretty much an adaptation of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. So there was another one in 79 that he directed called Scavenger Hunt, which I think bears really close resemblance to both of those movies. It's mm. sort of like a... There's three triptych of these three movies it's kind of like the animal house to pcu to van wilder just that kind okay of take take the concept and remake things i just learned recently that burt kreiser learned 
Brent, 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 Brent Crystals learned that his that Van Wilder was based on him. Is that true? Is there any truth to that? I've I heard have that. No idea. He just learned about that, so I in turn just learned about that. Okay. Anyway, back on course. He also directed Bustin' Loose in '81, which I think he's uncredited for because I think there was a co-director on. Why that. do I know that movie? <clears throat> Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And well, well he, he's got uh, quite a few here with Richard Pryor. Mr. Schultz does. He also did a movie called Carbon Copy in '81. You ever heard of this one? Uh, so it's a comedy about a, a comedy about a rich white executive that learns he has a very young black son in Denzel Washington. Who like was about the, twenty the, years old at the, the time? The son is okay. Is Denzel the way you said it? I'm like, so Denzel's pregnant because there's a black son inside of Denzel. Never mind. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. It's uh, yeah. It's weird. Um, after that, Schultz, uh, go look, go look up the the uh, trailer to uh, actually everybody listening. Go look up the trailer to uh, 1981's Carbon Copy. It's wild. Um, after that, Schultz would direct The Jerk Two. Did you Oof, know there was a Jerk yes. Two? It was the made-for-TV movie in 84, so that was that was one of his. Uh, and then in 85, we'd get The Last Dragon in another movie called Crush Groove, a musical comedy comedy in the vein of Breaking, Beat Street, and Wild Style, which were kind of popular at the time. And I feel like this one kind of fits in there a little bit with that trend without being too, you know, you know, dancing on the ceiling or whatever that was. Uh, the Fat Boys were in this film. I think they were, uh, what they like, a musical group? The Fat Boys. Yeah, they were in Crush Groove. Because later they would work with Schultz again on the on Disorderlies in 87. Uh, that same year he'd make The Spirit uh, with Sam Jones. He did a made-for-TV version of the um, Will Eisner, The Spirit superhero. Mm-hmm. Sort of the one that um, would later be done by Frank Miller, which was a total flop. <clears throat> um, and Sam Jones was Flash Gordon, so that's kind of fun. Schultz also directed a number of uh, television shows, including uh, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, as well as Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. His last major movie was Woman Without Art Loosed in nineteen or in, in 04. Uh, jumping back to the 80s, uh, aspiring writer Louis Venosta dreamed of writing a martial arts epic, but was concerned about the lack of uh, black leads in martial arts movies and decided to write one himself. Of course, there had been. Um, black actors and, and characters in other martial arts movies it was uh, real popular um, in the well still is I think <clears throat> but there uh, there hadn't ever been one so he he figured I'm gonna write one myself or I guess his girlfriend was uh, just she's like stop worrying about it and just make one just damn do self. it yeah hear you bitching about it go do it <laughs> so um, he wrote a script that eventually landed in front of Michael Schultz TriStar Pictures agreed to let Schultz direct. Uh, so he and Venosta did some rewrites to get the budget approval they needed of about ten million. I think they knocked two million down, and then the mo- and then the studio was like, okay, yeah, ten million uh, for what they wanted to do. At least they shot in New York over the course of forty four days. Bum, bum, bum. And that's our backstory. All right, well, let's hop into. It. I, I realized right. I'm missing my last two end clips. Mm. I guess the roadcaster decided to be like, you don't need those. Were they important? Not really. Okay. And then some of these <clears throat> clips really aren't that important anyway. So yeah, Motown martial arts musical, I think. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Yeah. So it, the the theme starts, it's called The Last Dragon Theme. It's by Dwight David. Uh, I wrote down like all the d- different songs that are playing. And it opens very, very martial arts, very music video. Opening He's, montage pow, workout. Pow, pow, pow. I'm muscular. Pow, pow, pow. 
You, you see the scene where he like breaks that arrow? Yeah, because he he starts breaking arrows and then he catches one and then I have a clip for the very beginning so we meet him and the master. The arrow break is legit. Really? They tried it. It took them two hours to get the shot just right to finally get mm-hmm. the arrow break. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, really cool. So we, we get we get we get to kind of hear uh, Bruce Leroy and and his master at the time. And it kind of sets up the whole plot of the movie, which yeah, you know, kind of goes off on a little bit of a tangent. I feel there's little things that could have been fixed, kind of. But uh, the this lead here, once we're done with the clip, his name is Timok, and I'd like to talk a little bit about him when yeah. we come back. Here we go. How did you know that was the blue one? I do not know, Master. You do not know? Huh? Huh? No. I only apologize for my ignorance, Master. I will do anything to prove my worthiness. <laughs> you have been to the movies again, I see. Full of disciples falling to their knees at the slightest hint of their Master's displeasure. Leroy. This is not a punishment. It is a celebration. You have touched the final level. You knew without knowing. We have finished our journey together. But Master, the final level, the glow. You always said that That when you reached the final level, you would know it by the appearance of a sublime glow. All over your body. Come, Leroy. Get up. What you seek is not written on the floor. The final level is a return to the beginning. This is the last dragon. A cycle is complete. And now, there is a new emptiness to be filled. A new journey, which you must make alone. I am confused. Good, good. Confusion is a part of life, as are vengeance, fear, and love. All facets must be embraced. For then, and only then, will you break through the wall of mystery to the glow. Master, perhaps with more time to train. Master, I need more time. I am no longer your master. Leroy, if it is a master you must have, there is an old sage called Sandangoy. He is said to be the wisest man in the universe. Go, find him. He is here in New York. Take this. It was Bruce Lee's. When you find the master who will take you to the final level, give it to him. Go now, my son, on your journey. Go. Go. And you get this uh, music kind of going in as he's walking through New York City, and this is uh, The Music Inside You by Willie Hutch. 
The music inside you the music by Willie Hutch. By Willie Hutch. <clears throat> there were some. I had my songs. I had like my Google thing like ready. Oh, just ready? Like yeah, like all right. What, 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 what song is this? <laughs> kind of like the Shazam and yeah. type, type of thing. Some of the songs I had it on. I had the subtitles on. Like oh, okay. I usually do when I watch yeah. a lot of things. And the what is it like? Eighties movies always had like very specific corny ass lyrics that like really like you know uh, match the movie. Nod the, to the movie. The yeah, glow yeah. at the, the end. Glow. The yeah, glow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of a. Uh, What's that one? It's like, you got the touch. Yeah. <laughs> you got the power. Anyway, so that scene kind of introduced us to um, Leroy Green, or as he's referred to, Bruce Leroy. Uh, and this is played by actor Tymok, who was one of those <clears throat> mononym kind of people at the time. There was two actors in this movie who went by like a singular name, Vanity and Tymok. Um, Tymok at the time was a, a 19-year-old black belt that had never acted before. Other actors were considered for the role as well. There was also Billy Blanks, Wesley Snipes, uh, Mario Van Peebles, Lawrence Fishburne, and even Denzel Washington himself. Uh, but it went to Tymok because uh, he was also a, a stuntman and um, just just could do the things they needed their lead to do in this movie. Um, it was his first major break in acting. And, and since The Last Dragon, Tymok has appeared in a number of other TV roles and like a dozen, uh, over a dozen plays, in fact. Um, Tymok later appeared, um, and let's see, he was also the lead male in Janet Jackson's Let's Wait a While music video, Debbie Allen's special look video, um, and he, he, played, he played a date rapist in the episode of the TV show A Different World. Mm. <laughs> and he also appeared in the music video for Blood Work by the band 36 Crazy Fists which is a band out of uh, Alaska, in fact. And <clears throat> I had some friends uh, who worked at a restaurant called Crossbar in Anchorage. It was like a hockey-themed place that I guess one of the dudes, Brock, I think his name is, from the band, owned. Uh, and and none of them were very pleased with how he ran that business or some of his other... Just not a very good business owner. His, his scruples, I guess, aren't intact. I'm not sure if I remember the stories correctly, but there was some there was some discontent with that. Uh, but beyond that, Tymok has uh, worked on a number of other with a number of other celebrities, including Madonna, and starred in the play Cheaters, which toured the United States. Um, he starred in an off off Broadway show in 2004 called Roadhouse: The Comedy, based on the Schwazy Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah, Roadhouse. <clears throat> in 2002, uh, Tymok opened a gym called Fitness Concepts on the east side of Manhattan. He published a fitness DVD called Tymok Fit, which FIT being an acronym for Find Inner Transformation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was intended to be the first of a series, I guess. Uh, he's also an accomplished martial artist and has received black belts in Goju Ryu Karate, Jeet Kune Do, Wing Chun, Hapkido, Jiu-Jitsu, Taekwondo, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Hope I made the distinction between those two uh, apparent. He studied Chinese goju under the Black Dragon, Ron Van Cleef, who also served as the stunt coordinator and fight choreographer on this movie, who himself was known as the Black Dragon in many martial arts films before him. Because I've heard that name before. Re Ron Van Cleef? Or maybe just... Uh, maybe <laughs> it I'm sounds just like Lee Van Cleef? Yeah, I think, maybe I'm just thinking about <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe I'm just thinking about hmm. Um, Tymok also officiated the preliminary MMA bouts at UFC 6 and 7. In 2006, he made a few appearances alongside Jimmy Yang and Ring of Honor, if you're into pro wrestling. Um, Ring of Honor is a really great promotion for indie wrestlers. 
In November 2015, Taimok and Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, who played Shang Tsung in 1995's Mortal Kombat, were honorees for the first uh, for the Fists of Legends Legacy Award at the Urban Action Showcase and Expo at HBO. In March 2016, Incognito—I'm not sure if that's a typo on this is the Wikipedia page. Mm. Incognito pressing, you know, as it's written, uh, published Taimok's autobiography, Taimok: The Last Dragon. And in 2018, Timox starred in Sean Stone's martial arts comedy, Fury of the Fist and the Golden Fleece, which is now on my watch list. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> and that's a little backstory on Mr. Timox Goriello, I believe is Goriello. Okay. He's about my dad's age. Yeah. yeah. 85. I mean, if he's 1985. <clears throat> yeah, he was born in 64, so he's about just a year younger. He's 56. So... <clears throat> we got uh, Leroy Green. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna call him Leroy for the rest of the movie. It's fine. So Leroy is that walk- is his name. That is his name. So he's walking through New York. He's trying to find the, the last master. You know, he's got this right. little golden thingy. He's got to show it a to the master, ambulant. and he's gonna become whatever. He tells him to go to some dumb goy. Some dumb goy. Some dumb goy. Which 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 we find out later. Some dumb goy. Some dumb goy. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, he's walking around. At this point, we get like the those beatboxers. Like the Huey Dewey Louie guys. Yeah, uh, those were their said. names yeah. too. It's fun. And they're doing their beatbox and she's just like yeah. Asian dudes and they're all fun and you know break like, dancers. <coughs> oh, this boy well, we he does is he does he go right there or does it it kind of jumps to like a oh, it jumps to the movie, movie theater. Oh right? yeah, it jumps to the movie theater. So this is where we meet Shona for the first time. Yeah. There's break dancers, they interrupt a showing of Enter the Dragon. And then Shonuff's gang show, crashes in. I have that that little clip of Shonuff. Of them busting the doors busting in. in. Yeah, so we, because I'm missing a few clips, this is the only, <clears throat> no, I have two Shonuff clips. So here we go. This is Shonuff coming in here and uh, interrupting the Bruce Lee film. between show and total supremacy. Well, well, well. If it ain't serious, Lucy, Leroy Green. I've been waiting a long time for this, Leroy. 
I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wassa! Legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> catches bullets with his teeth? Nigga, please. The secret awaits eyes, unclouded by ambition. What? Those who are bound by desire see only that which can be held in their hands. See? Now it is mumbo-jumbo like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> skinny little lizards like you thinking they the last dragon that gives Kung Fu a bad name. Get up, Leroy. I got something real for your ass in these hands. We gonna settle this once and for all, because I am back. The Shogun is back on the scene, and the Shogun is the master. Why don't you sit down and shut up? What? Why don't I sit down and what? I said, why don't you sit down and shut up? Why don't anybody who wants me to sit down and shut up come down here and make me? Why don't any 50 of you who want me to sit down and shut up come down here just for the fun of it? Yeah, come on, fool. This fool is mine. And then show, uh, show enough just beats the shit out of pretty much everybody in the yeah. movie theater. He like breaks a dude's ankle and bites him, and like, yeah. and then Leroy Green just kind of like doop, 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 just walked right. Yeah, he, <laughs> it was this one uh, scene I liked and made me laugh because there was a couple of like pudgy white dudes in like crop tops that yeah. were like marching down to to like, you know, you know give like them those, the what for eighties mustaches. Like get you, man. There was, <laughs> the guy who smashed the boombox like runs up is the first one to try to throw a punch, and I guess like his transvestite girlfriend was like. Mess them up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this movie's great. Like, what's going on? Um, I remember, okay, so I when I was, uh, this is about 12 years ago, I was in Raleigh, North Carolina, <clears throat> and I went on a bike ride, uh, what they call critical mass. There's just a bunch of people, like, plugging up traffic in inner cities like mm-hmm. on their bikes, and it's kind of fun. And I was in, we started at a uh, university, no, not UNC, North Carolina. University North Carolina? Carolina? No, it wasn't at UNC. It was the other one. State? NC State. It was at NC State. And we were riding around town, and then by the end of it, um, we ended up at this little, like, uh, local grocery store. It was sort of a little, like, independently owned place, and they had a lot of craft beers and this, like, big bucket of ice. And so you can grab, like, a sixer of, of whatever you want and put it together. And I was chilling out on the lawn watching this, like, bluegrass band just picking away. It was real, real country, and also like real hipster at the same time. And there was this guy there on his bike, and he it was an older black gentleman, was probably in his fifties, and he had like like leopard print like on his seat and on the handlebars. Yeah, and he was part of the ride, and he was actually kind of an interesting guy to ride around with. He was just like kind of pointing shit out. I guess he's from the area. Well, he introduced himself as Show Enough. He's like, "What's up, I'm Show Enough," and I'm like, "That's." Okay, I know it's your nickname, but I had never seen The Last Dragon, so I never made a connection. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, shit, I remember that guy. <laughs> Told me his name was showing up. Show anyway, up. it just took me back, and it was a, it was, and, and then I realized I was, you know, a good 15 miles from my home, and it was getting dark, and I was on a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's time to go. <laughs> um, after, after this, when he escapes, we, we, we meet um, two new characters. We meet uh, Rock, uh, which is Mike Starr. Yeah. Uh, which oh, mo- yeah, yeah. Yeah, which most of you guys would recognize him from Dumb and Dumber. He's kind of like the hitman. The gas man. The gas man. How the hell do I know I got gas? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> so um, he's kind of feeding. He grabs like a pig leg out of like a fridge. 
Yeah. And dunks it in this tank. You never figure out it's what's just in the tank. some beast creature thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't really. It's, I just wrote down carnivore fish, I guess. Yeah. I was going to be like, what's. I was hoping that would pay off by the end. I was like, we never got to find out what was in the tank. Yeah. We meet Eddie Arcadian yeah. and uh, Angie, who's like right. his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then and then Rock, who's like an old fighter. So Eddie Arcadian pretty much owns all these arcades. He puts things in. It's a clever last name. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's very. It's like very RK Maroon esque type of thing is the way I thought. Sure, um, there's like a Coke is it ad. Remember those Coke is it? Uh, there, dude, this is sponsored by Coke, 100. percent Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Right. Did you not see the Coke signs for Seventh Heaven? It's like Seventh Heaven, float with the Coke, float with the Cokes. <laughs> um, it's kind of like Soul Train, yeah, like an 80s Soul Train. Yeah, it, we meet, we go to this dance club. This is where we get a rhythm f- of the night. We get the full, the full music video of DeBarge. Yeah, it rhythm was rhythm of the night. Was that the full video? I'm too? pretty was sure like, it was. Did that air on TV. Yeah. Anybody from the 80s? <laughs> memory. That, that Object was, permanence by this time. They, they, it, it's pretty, it, like, when that whole thing played, I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing, like, a Miami Vice where, like, fucking Phil Collins plays, like, the whole song of uh, In the Air Tonight as... Oh, shit. Did you ever see that, the, like, the first the, episode of Miami Vice? Oh, uh, no. From the 80s? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he's driving in the car, and the, it's the... It's just a full-ass the, video? The full song? The full song plays. As he's just driving around. No, thank you. Um, we also get to meet, uh, so we meet Vanity, or Laura. Yes, Laura is played by Vanity, whose real name is Denise Matthews. Uh, and I got a little bit of backstory on her, too. Go right ahead. You want me to do that right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she was dubbed Vanity by Prince, um, whom she dated from, uh, I think, 1980 to 1983. Uh, he made her the front woman of a group called Vanity Six um, that recorded one album. Uh, she left the group as well as Prince's organization and signed with uh, Motown, where she released two albums. Uh, and, and again, remember the connection to Barry Gordy yep. here, so that's probably why she was in this movie. Uh, in addition to The Last Dragon, she also started a number, I'm sorry, it starred opposite um, John Stamos in a movie called Never Too Young to Die in 1986. You know about this guy? I know who John Stamos is. Oh, you know about this movie? I don't think so. I think I'm just about to get into it. Hang on. It's <laughs> wild. Uh, other than Too Young to Die, she was also in Action Jackson with Carl, Wever- Carl Weathers and Craig T. Nelson. I think that was in 88. Uh, from the mid-1980s to the mid-1990s, she'd appear in lots of TV as well, including Miami Vice, as you just mentioned, Highlander the series, Friday the 13th the series, and she'd appear nude in Playboy in April of 1988. I'm going to have to save that one for later. Uh, she almost married Nikki Six. In fact, she was dating him for a while from Motley Crue. Right, Motley Crue. Is that, yeah. After getting over a crack cocaine addiction, she turned to evangelism. Uh, and eventually, her 10-year crack addiction would catch up to her to the point where she'd have to undergo uh, peritoneal dialysis five times a day. <whistles> yeah, it got pretty bad. Despite a kidney transplant, her health worsened. And eventually, she would pass away of kidney failure in February 15th of 2016. So I'd bring you down on that note. Uh, and she sings a weird-ass song right here. And uh, I think, I'm not sure if I wrote down no, I wrote down more song. about that movie, Too Young to Die. Uh, the song is called Seventh Heaven that she sings. Oh, okay. We're, we're skipping forward a little bit because so, cause yeah. we do meet one other famous actor who's in it for literally 15 seconds. William H. Macy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays a character called it, JJ. JJ, who's like <laughs> trying to talk to, to DJ Laura and needs him. He's like, listen, I need you to play this video because if you don't play this video, Eddie Arcadian is going to fucking murder me. And she's like, who the hell's Eddie Arcadian? Yeah. Like, and he's like, no, you have to play it. You're going to find out. 
because Eddie's trying to get Angie's music video because he makes like yeah. these really bad music videos for his arcade machines. Yeah. He has like, yeah, so they're like in well, establishments. He's, well, he's trying to get, well, he's, he's trying to exploit people with various talents. He tried to get the fighter off the ground and make money off of him. Yep. He's trying to use his arcade to build his empire. He's got his Cindy Lauper-esque girlfriend and he's trying to like get a career and like make money off of her. That's like uh, his whole shtick is just exploiting people. Um, so wait, wait, before we before we go a little further, I got to tell you about this movie because mm. uh, this one made to my watch list and I can't wait to see it. So uh, this is also from 1986. It's called Never Too Young to Die. It's got Vanity here in it. It's one of her other roles where she and John Stamos are the leads. Now, here is the synopsis of this movie. A top secret agent is murdered, so his estranged son, a high school gymnast, teams up with his dad's attractive female partner to stop the psychopathic hermaphroditic gang leader who killed him and now plans a major terrorist attack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's funny, John Stamos is that kid whose son, whose father so was... He's supposed to be the gymnast, right? Yeah. Okay. So the, he's his name is Lance Stargrove, and he is the son of Drew Stargrove, who, who was a secret agent played by George Lazenby. And the villain is Gene Simmons. So he's supposed to be like a James Bond son because of George Lazenby. Uh-huh. But and the bad guy is the bad guy Simmons is Gene Simmons. Oh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, who's playing this cross-dressing villain, really <laughs> chewing up scenery. It is wild looking. Okay, yeah, we're gonna and, write that down. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm gonna cover that on Zach's exploitation because. Uh, I'm going to start making a new series called Tales from the Watch List. So if you're following me on TikTok or even on Instagram, you're going to see videos that I'm going to make about uh, Tales from the Watch List. John's, anyway. Well, John, real quick, John Stamos is in a new TV show on Disney. Oh, yeah? It's like a basketball thing. He plays a basketball coach. He gets sent, he gets fired and gets sent to a uh, like a women's prep high school, and he has to teach there. I watched, like it. I watched it. It's not bad. Sounds like I'm going to have to miss it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so sorry for the tangent there. All right, so we're going to continue on. Uh, JJ calls Eddie. Eddie Arcadia yeah. is pissed. And then guess what? We get some more music. Yep. More music. Was that the... Was that the there was one song that was just really awkward. I don't know, because there was Seventh Heaven, and then there's some other stuff. I just kind of gave up there. Yeah. So Laura's kind of leaving the studio to get into her thing. We mm-hmm. also kind of meet Richie for a minute, who we find out later on is Leroy's brother. He's kind of oh, yeah. dancing. He keeps sneaking. He's the one who's got the big crush on her. Yeah, right? he's like, that's my girl. That's, that's my girl. girl right there. I'm going to take her out. Mm. Yeah, because it's, it's like the dance, a dance competition, and you win a date with Vanity. <laughs> is what the Right. Which they don't really talk much about. Is she supposed to be like right around like 18 or 19 or 20 or something so, like that like she's supposed Leroy's. to be like a big yeah big pop star yeah but teenage kind of she walks out and Leroy sees her and instantly falls in love you see like the butterflies yeah. in his eyes type of thing and then there's a kidnap attempt mm-hmm. um see who the limo driver was yeah uh for like the hot second yeah he's one of his early roles Chaz Palmentary yes because I was looking at the from, IMDB uh, and I was like where the hell did usual he come suspects. from yeah from yeah, usual suspects yeah, he's the uh the police captain or whatever yeah so oh Leroy comes in, saves Laura, beats the shit out of yep. everybody, and um, does the hero stuff. Does the hero stuff, you know? Laura, he makes Bruce Lee noises too, which is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like not not as bad as as Bruce Lee. Yeah, I did learn that like like Jackie Chan makes a lot of those funny noises in his fights because they're cues to the other stuntmen. So you hear, Kyle and I too. never knew that. And he's uh. like, "Oh, go in on pa or whatever," you know. Something like that. No, I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, during he calls her cab and Leroy disappears. When Leroy yeah. disappears, uh, Laura 
basically finds, finds his medallion, the right? Bruce Lee medallion is what I'm calling it. So he has a, he has a distinct way of speaking too. It's because the directors um, instructed him not to use contractions when he was speaking. So it's always like, I did not. There's never any like won't or can't. Yeah, it's like, I, I cannot did, or did I will not, not or did not. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm about to play another clip, but I can't remember if I have. I'm pretty sure it's part of this clip. Yeah. Um, Eddie pretty much is the one that tried to kidnap Laura because he's like, yeah, if that bitch ain't going to show my movie, gonna I'm going to make her to do it. So, yeah. And then I'm going to play that. And I think this is part of the clip. But there's also Leroy looking for the medallion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show enough comes into his teaching thing. Into oh, his into his classroom. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what we got here. Okay, so it's just show enough coming in. So we thought we might get some lessons. Yeah, what did we sign up? How many I like to learn some kung fu. Come on, hot stuff. Come on, Leroy. Teach me something. I do not wish to fight you. Well, who do you wish to fight then? One of them? Or one of the ladies, maybe? Yeah, since you're too much of a sissy to fight me, maybe they're more your speed. Get him, girls. Maybe you can get a rise out of this limp wimp. Yeah. You want to wrestle with me? Yeah. All you've got is this bod, and that's about it. I would love to peel this banana. Oh, come on, handsome. Georgia, stop. How's about a little kiss on my fist? Oh, he's too much of a gentleman to hit a lady. String being Rick James looking motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, Julius Carey, who plays Shonuff, uh, the man was six five. Who's it? Yeah, he's really tall. He's a tall dude. I like um, the, I like the guy who plays Johnny in this. Is the, the guy that jumps out is like what? Oh yeah, because earlier on in this, he's like, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to actually learn kung just, fu. I just, yeah, go, I just I'm Asian already. I just everyone's People, afraid of me already or whatever. He's really good comedic timing <clears throat> in this and. You know, kind of wish I saw him more and stuff. Julius Carey, uh, sadly, also passed away at the age of 56 in 2008. Um, I don't remember exactly what what the cause was, but uh, this is probably his, his most famous role. But he was also uh, well known for being in Briscoe County Junior with uh, Bruce Campbell. And I think he was the coach in The New Guy. Remember The New Guy? Skinny Kid, DJ yeah, Qualls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the coach in that one. And... Uh, Let's see. I had another point I was going to make. <laughs> I mean, you, you, oh, you, you look at him and you're just like, oh, I've seen that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Leroy's outfit in this is a direct nod to Game of Death. 
Oh yeah, the yellow jumpsuit. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's wearing no the, the, that classic the uh, Bruce Lee jumpsuit. Yeah, and this makes me laugh when uh, oh I was at Joe, my friend Joe's dinner party the other like the other week, and and Rios, who's been on the show before over at Rios first, he was like, man, I can't believe you had not seen Last Dragon Man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'm gonna fucking kiss my comrades. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't know that. And he's like, comrades. he's like, man, I'm, I'm disappointed in you, fish. <laughs> so, they, but I'm glad I got to see it now. Yeah, they, so. they they end up grabbing that Johnny guy, and they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him if you don't kiss my shoes. So yeah, Leroy bends down, and when he's about to, he gets kicked in the kicks face. Him, um, I'm trying to read my own handwriting. I think here. it jumps over. Uh, there, something that happens after the scene ends. Oh, and it's like yeah, the yeah. next morning, we, and he joins his, his uh, brother. So we, for we, Richie, breakfast, and yeah. Richie is actually the younger brother of uh, Guy O'Brien. Guy O'Brien, yeah. From his name Sugar, is yeah, Sugar, Sugar Hill, Hill Gang. Yeah, yeah. Leo O'Brien. Leo O'Brien is Richie's name. He's the real life younger brother of Guy O'Brien, who went or Guy. I think it might be Guy O'Brien. Because he went by Master Guy. Yeah. So G-U-Y being the French pronunciation Guy, I think. I think. I don't know. Unless he was playing on his own name. Into, anyway, his yeah. little sister is Keisha Knight Pulliam from The Cosby Show. Yeah, no, she looks really familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the So we realize like, Richie, is his, his little brother, is pretty much wanting to win the contest and win a date right. with Laura. Uh, Leroy sees Laura on TV he's like, and he's oh, like, I know her. I know her. You, you must take me, please. And his brother's like, hold up. <laughs> hold up, man. You wouldn't even know what to do with one of those people. Like, yeah, like this no, kid. You, you must take me. Even remove the shrink rep from his wiener yet. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you know, I'm a player type of yeah. thing. Uh, so what's also cool, you meet the whole family. Uh, for some reason, three different members of the family refer to the youngest by different names. He calls her Lotus Blossom. His father, his father calls her Sophia. And then his mother calls her Natasha. And then even Richie says, that's why she's so messed up. You got three different names, names for it. Yeah. And never really explained that unless one is middle name, first name, Maybe. One, and a nickname. Uh, probably. Never really like explores that too much. Um, but his dad owns a pizza place called Daddy Greens. Daddy Greens. What's the... Something like move your pizza for a slice the, of pizza. Yeah, it's a Daddy Greens pizza. Yeah, something, something to like that. that effect. But what's cool is there is still a Daddy Greens pizza in Brooklyn. Is there? Still to this day, you can follow them on Instagram. Nice. And, they, and they have little uh, homages to... Do they make Brussels sprout pizza? If you asked, I'm sure they <laughs> did. It seems like a pretty uh, like pop in place, like still pretty popular. They have a lot of um, uh, up-to-date and regular posts nice. even today. Looks fun. I think if I'm ever in New York City, which I've never been... No, no, never been to NYC, the Big Apple, baby. Nah, bro. I want to. I want to visit. You know, just for the. I used to. I used to go every couple of years for those reasons. I want to go visit like places that were popular in film too. So yeah. like, that's that's one of those reasons. But yeah, I want to go to, go to Daddy Queens, Greens. Go to the the moving we'll picture museum. Yeah. So uh, and this yeah, is where Le- Richie and well, Leroy were yeah, talking Le- about. Her. Leroy convinces his brother to take him, but he has to carry Leroy on his back and do a rap. <laughs> yeah. And Richie's like, and it's not great. Yeah, and uh, Richie pretty much is like, "Yeah, man, I'll get you in." And we realize that Richie hasn't been buying tickets. He's just no, he's sneaking in. in. Yeah, yeah. So he tries to sneak in. He's like, "Just wait here." And when he waits here, uh, Eddie Arcadian's goons my, are, yeah. are dressed as like TV people. Yeah, and they they go and they grab Laura and they're like, "Oh yeah, well." And she's like, "Well, you, this was supposed to make a change." So they end up fucking kidnapping. Yeah, and he sees it. He sees it. And he's like, "Oh, so much." So I gotta go spring into action. Goes to help him. Um, and then I have this clip of. Where Laura is forced to watch, to watch one the of the Angie's music videos, and then um, Leroy's going to come in. You're going to hear a lot of very, uh, and then there's going to be a little more. So bear with us through the little short fight scene. Here it is. 
favor, did I do you a favor? <laughs> so you're going to play my video, huh? No. Maybe you didn't hear it right. So I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you going to put my video on your show, or aren't you? I'm going to tell you one more time. The answer is no. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that it's not the right... Right! Um, uh, right time of the night to look at it. That's what she was going to say, wasn't it, honey? Oh, Eddie, she's just tired. Tired, huh? She's going to be dead tired. She's not careful. Okay, I tried to be a gentleman about this. I was going to take you out to a restaurant, a real fancy one, let you order a la carte, huh? All I wanted you to do was to put my video on your show, and now you say no. Okay, that's it. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Rock, let's go. Oh, oh. Eddie, you're not going to do what I think you're going to do, are you? Who's going to stop me? Who the hell is this guy? We didn't order out. Get him the hell out of here! Get him out of here now! Sorry, Miss... Angela. <laughs> Angela Verraco? Oh. <laughs> Bums. I do not think Miss Charles enjoys your company. It would be best that you leave her alone. I don't know who you are, pal. But you're in a lot of trouble. Hot head needs cool water. No. No! 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 Get this damn thing out of here. That son of a bitch is history. Yeah, so like he, <laughs> they go back to Laura's house, uh -huh. and she's like ready to just mm -hmm. do the nasty. Try to top him off. Yeah, that's right. Be like, <laughs> "Thank you for saving me, hero. Here's what I can do for you." Yeah, I really like uh, a couple things I got for you. Mm -hmm. um, I really like uh, Faith Prince in that scene uh, as Angela Varaco, especially her line "You're all wet." Yeah, it's hilarious because yeah, Eddie delivered. gets dunked into that tank with whatever creatures in there yeah. and scares the shit out of him. Uh, what's interesting here is this actually is our connection to our previous movie, Big Bully. Yep. 
She was a uh, was it Art's wife? Art's wife, yeah. yeah. Like we only meet. I don't. I didn't play a clip of Betty. it but in the movie. Yeah, you just Betty because I like that in like. I remember yeah. that time I wanted to kill Betty that one time. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Art. Oh, look who's judging. Hey, I didn't I didn't kill the shop teacher. You killed the shop teacher. Yeah. You killed the shop teacher. <laughs> look who's judging now. And like, uh, also, Eddie Arcadian, uh, I love the line. He's like, who the hell is this guy? We didn't order out. That was one of my laugh out loud moments. I like that. Uh, he's played by Christopher Murney, um, who is also connected to a previous movie we had done. He was the... Uh, mustachioed driver in uh uh maximum overdrive who gets that the truck backed into him and then he dies in a ditch he had the the female lead whatever that actress's name was beginning the car salesman the traveling yeah, salesman yeah, yeah. The, the guy that's like come here baby let me and tries to yeah, touch yeah, the yeah, leg yeah, that's get the hell off me the yeah. same guy and uh he was also in barton fink uh he was in Slapshot in 77 i just bought a copy of slap shot that's a great movie yeah um and the uh he was in the og taking of pelham 123 and 74 uh, his daughter is also an actor and voice actor and singer and her name is julia murney and she was uh the voice of mona Sachs in the max Payne video game from 2001 or two the first mona Sachs, mm-hmm. of which there is a movie version played by mila kunis and that movie is dog shit <laughs> um she also played alphaba in the touring production of wicked this man's daughter if you care about that at all. Not really. <laughs> That's all I, yeah. well, I thought it was an interesting fact for anybody who's listening. That dude's daughter did those did things. Did some stuff. Did those th- pretty did cool stuff. things. Pretty yeah. cool things. Hey, more, more shit than we've ever done. Yeah. No shit. Uh, Leroy Dunk's uh, Homeboy in the Mystery Tank. That was fun. I st- uh, still don't quite know what that. What do you think? It's like a shark? Uh, yeah. Like piranha gator? or something like a that. Piranha. Uh, piranhas. I don't know. Mo- yeah, well. Some kind of weird creature. Uh, we also have... Um, so like he's in the, he's in the house. Mm-hmm. She she's like oh yeah oh you mean that belt buckle I found? And he's like oh, yeah, belt yeah. buckle no this is a blah blah blue it's expensive thing. He ends up piecing out because he's like yeah, real he's nervous. Bales. Um and, and then he this is we get no, some more music. Touches. This is where he's going down the streets in New York. And he's like walking through some, Chinatown. Some dumb guy. And, some dumb guy. Yeah, and then this is where we meet the Huey Dewey Louie Asian breakdance lip singers. Red Rubens. Yeah, Red Rubens. That's right. Come down for a nice clean Ruben. Red Ruben. Oi. Next to yeah. some dumb guy. Some dumb guy. So we got these three guys. They're like breakdancing and lip singing and very like just, you know, and they're like, we want to talk to the master. He's like, man, there's no master here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Man, yeah. You can't see the master. As you mentioned, their names are literally Hu Yi, Du Yi, and Lu Yi, which is fun. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Then we also get a show enough. Pretty much comes into the pizza shop. The Daddy pizza Green's shop busted up, beats the shit out of it. I love when he comes in. He's like, uh, "Do you know who I am?" And then they're like, "Show enough." And then he's like, "Shut up, shut up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leroy goes. Oh yeah. So because. And the, and the brother, like, they pretty much destroy the pizza shop. Yeah. And the brother gets thrown in trash, and then Leroy shows up, like, what's going on? And the brother's like, it's all your fault, you asshole. Yeah. Get out of here. I, I started looking up, uh, like, the other actors in the scene, and I realized uh, just by looking up, the little kid in, the, like, the battle vest and the fedora. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, the patch stuff. Um, he was one of the street goons in the mask. Yeah, the, there's, there's, there's a couple dudes in there. Like, I think yeah. during, like, the end scene where they're getting beat up in the... In the, oh, in, in the, the like the big the brawl and the yeah yeah like the, the one guy looks really familiar and there's, I was like, there's a couple and yeah. I, I think I have the the info on that but the little kid with the with the vest the white kid that's Richie's friend 
he's he's one of like the prominent dudes that are figured in that scene in the mask where he's like uh, making the balloon animals. Yeah, he's like one of the guys right in the center. He's like that guy. Um, I didn't I didn't write his name down. But anyway, that was fun. Leroy goes, trains hard with the music, you know. He's yeah, angry. He goes ham on a heavy bag. He's yeah. all mad. I was like angry at himself. Laura shows up at the dojo. She wants him to like be his bodyguard. Right. Like, hey, baby. And, and he's like, no. Leroy pretty much just like shoots her down. Laura's really <laughs> unhappy. Eddie's putting together a group of goons. Yeah, a bunch of th- big old thugs. Like, you know, badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Uh, like. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> one of these guys, uh, he's credited as Mr. Z. Um, but I, I couldn't see which one it was. And I think it's the bald dude with the mustache. mustache. He like, was started barking at people. Like, yeah, rawr, yeah. I think he was the boat zombie from Lucille Fulci's zombie 1979. Okay. Anyway, I was just kind of waiting for like every, every time Dune I, reference. <laughs> no, no. Every, every in the movie, like every time I see like the, some guy hiring a bunch of goons, all yeah. the, I'm expecting like, you know, then like be looking at the resume. It's like cattle driving through the Vatican. Kinky from Blazing Saddles. When oh, it comes up, it's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cattle yeah. driving through the Vatican. See, yeah, you're more of the Mel Brooks guy. I'll yeah, be I'm honest. I'm a huge I, Mel Brooks fan. I never really, like, got in the Mel Brooks camp that hard. Um, Eddie's hiring a bunch of thugs, and then we have uh, this, this part where we go back to Eddie and Angie, and Angie's kind of trying, like... Practicing her yeah. new song, and uh, I have she a She kind of wises up to his bullshit. Yeah, and I got a little yeah. clip of that. We kind of see Eddie kind of... The, the true Eddie uh, Arcadian. Here it is. How did I do you a favor? Did I do you a favor? <laughs> so you're going to play my video, huh? Uh-huh. That was the wrong clip. Here it is. Hmm. Hmm. Just needs a couple more steps. Okay? <laughs> you girls look great too. Listen, why don't you take a break? Get out of those clothes. Here's some quarters. Go have a good time. Talk to her. Go, go, go. Oh, bye, girl. Bye, baby. You know, to tell you the truth, Eddie, I'm really getting tired of all this. I mean, that DJ lady, she's never going to play our stuff anyway. She'll see the light as soon as I get that Leroy character out of the way. What do you mean, out of the way? Sweetheart, you should see the talent I got lined up out there. If this DJ broad don't wise up, she's going to be dessert. That's all for you, sweetheart. All to make you a star. Now, what do you think of your lover boy, huh? Hmm? Oh, all for me? All for you, sweetheart. Well, I mean, if it's really all for me... Oh, I don't want you to kill anybody. Are you out of your mind? Nobody does what he did to me and lives. Nobody! You know what I've been thinking, Eddie? I've been thinking that maybe you're trying to use me to get what you want. I mean, just like you tried to use Rock. Yeah, you're gonna make him this big heavyweight champion. Sure, sure, until he lost a fight. Oh, all this glamour and stardom. It's all for you, isn't it, Eddie? You know, Angie, a lot of girls out there like to trade places with you. Now, if you're unhappy with all of this, why don't you just walk out? Go have a nice, normal, boring life. 
Well, to tell you the truth, Eddie, it couldn't be any more boring than hanging around here with all this cook in my hair while you guys go play cops and robbers. Where you gonna go, Angie? Without me, you're nothing. Without that outfit, you're just another no-talent dental hygiene school dropout from Kew Gardens getting by on her tits. And in the end, Daddy, you know what? You're nothing but a misguided midget asshole with dreams of ruling the world. Yeah, also from Kew Gardens. And also getting by on my tits. Where do you think you're going? Delocution class. What for? <laughs> what for? <laughs> yeah, and then we kind of we go to this scene where we're in Show Nuff's dojo. And Is he having a kumite? What's going on? In he's there? like beating the shit out of somebody. I think yeah. it's just. You know, maybe it might be one of those like, who can take on the show enough? Maybe that shit. guy didn't get the memo. Uh, I said, show enough dojo fight. Eddie hires show enough to kill Leroy. Like, he pulls out this big money. He's like, no money needed. It'll be yeah, whatever. <laughs> sure. Just going to do it for the love of the game. <laughs> yeah, Leroy, Leroy goes to Laura and pretty much apologizes. Uh-huh. And then they're driving in the car, and he like makes this awkward conversation where he's like, "You know, I, I have a friend. asking for a friend." Uh, and and she's like, "Yeah, I'll the, fuck you." Yeah, the, the ways, the ways she, of, he's like, "Oh no, I mean, you know, moves like teaching me moves. Yeah, like, teach me how to make love. Moves, uh huh, moves." And she's she, just like, like, "She did, yeah, addresses yeah. it directly." And he's like, "Oh no, no not me." And she's like, "Whatever." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you want to or not? Yeah, look, Laura, uh, Richie and all of his friends are waiting outside, like, the studio. Because uh-huh. they're waiting for, like, the doors to open. There. Yeah. He's yeah, bitching yeah. about his brother because he hates him. And uh, Laura brings Leroy to the studio. He plays the music video, The Glow, by Willie Hutch. And you got uh-huh. this, and then there's, like, Bruce Lee stuff going on. Yeah. And, <laughs> at, and they kiss. Give me another one of those. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Right, you're <laughs> one more time for you. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Oh, man. Um. And you know they kiss. Richie sees it. Mm-hmm. He gets all pissed off at his brother and yeah. stuff like that. But um, there's a part where they show what is it? The uh, yeah. Richie hears the music, sneaks in, sees Leroy kissing Laura. Richie's like and he fucking gets, pissed. He gets the idea about a disguise from, from the something. Chinese Chinese connection. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like because Bruce Lee dresses up like a phone salesman, like a yeah. phone repair man, to sneak into the bag. Like, I have an idea. I have an idea. So uh, he goes to disguise himself <laughs> to get into like the the master layer, right? Uh, Richie goes to see, in to see Laura. Laura, mm-hmm. um, Eddie, and Rock end up grabbing Laura. Yeah, Richie kind of stands up to him. Yeah, and, and then, it turns into a hostage situation. Yeah, and I had that clip of the him bringing the pizza. Okay, just because I thought it was funny, and this is actually the last clip I have because for some reason the two other clips I wanted aren't on here. But all right, so uh, you kind of get Bruce Leroy dressing up as a pizza man trying to sneak into the some dumb goy. Uh, uh, Fortune cookie factory. Fortune cookie factory. Yeah, that's right. Hey, my man. What it look like? 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 What you want? I am the sole brother, like no other, to deliver this pizza with bean sprouts. Pizza with bean sprouts? Yeah, we make anything, dig. 
Just the rest of your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza. That was it. Yeah, that's just direct to your pizza, the Daddy, Daddy Green's pizza. pizza. So yeah, Bean he goes sprouts. and he's like, he's like, you know, I'll give it to the master, and he's like, yeah. oh yeah, no problem. He's like, oh. Do- yeah, we'll play it. He's like, do you play craps? Let's play craps. Something uh-huh. like that. So he's like just waiting. Wasting a bunch of time. Playing um, hopscotch. And then uh, Angie comes into like L- Leroy's dojo. Right. And tells Johnny like about Seventh Heaven, the club. Like, don't yeah. go there. The plot. Um, you know, and then but Eddie's in the studio. Plot on his life. Going crazy because he's up in the DJ booth. And he's like, I'm God. Yeah, he's playing. going full, full villain send. Uh, there's a song called Fire by Charlene. <laughs> yeah, that plays the. That was video. the awkward one. Maybe yeah, I was thinking that of. was a pretty awkward one. Um, Le- Leroy loses track of time Leroy. because he's sitting there watching Huey, Dewey, Louie play like, crabs or hopscotch. He's like, "This is how we play it in Harlem." Yeah, and then and demands to see the master. Uh, he shows him the gold emblem, and the guy's pretty much like, "Oh yeah, master, no problem. Sure. Come out here. Just wait outside. Wait outside. Shuts the door, and yeah. they have the gold emblem. Leroy fucking kicks down the door. Yeah, and he's like, give, he's like, okay, man, sure, okay, bud. Man. And opens it up and finds out that it's just." A it's a fortune generator. It's a fortune or cookie. There's a computer just yeah. pumping out fortune cookies. Yeah. And so this is the clip I was supposed to have. I don't know what happened, but Leroy goes back to his old sensei. Yeah. And he's really pissed. He's like, what the heck? And he's well, the guy like, was just playing with him because he knew how much he liked Kung Fu movies. Yeah, but you know, he's trying to teach him a lesson. He's like, You still don't know how to find the master. And yeah. And he's it's like, that, yeah, he's like that, what about this emblem? And he's like, uh, this is what master would hold to hang his or to keep his pants up. Uh, yeah. It was a belt buckle. A belt all buckle. Time. Yeah. So he gets upset and he's like, you know, he's pointing at his head and he's like, "You got it all. You, you got had it. it. You already had it. You got it all. Yeah, it's there. Like you, you'll find the master, but he has. He still doesn't realize it yet. And, you, and then we, he does one thing. He's like, oh, I'm going, I, I, I have to get on a plane.' He's like, "Oh, are you going to search for some journey of enlightenment?'" He's like, "No, nah. I'm going to see my sister in Miami." Yeah, well, he keeps talking about the final level, and I wonder if this. Uh, I'm a fan of Ice T. Um, I like him as both an actor and a musician, and uh, Body Count is one is one of his uh, his heavy metal band. Um, which I'm also a fan of, but he's he's got his his Twitter handle is Final Level, and also his podcast is called Final Level. And I'm one. I always I never really knew what what that pertained to. If he's he on the final it. level, he's the master now. Huh? I suppose maybe it's a reference to this movie. It's got to be. Could be. You know. Um. But uh. Yeah. Or he just loves video games. And he's on the final level. Maybe. Uh. So after the sensei kind of gives him a little pep talk, he goes and gears up at his dojo. Johnny comes in and he's like, "Oh, let me help you, man. You can't go in there by yourself." He's like, "Okay, grab a weapon," and then locks him in the cabinet. Yeah. Um, Eddie sees Leroy coming into the studio, sneaking yeah. in on ninja style. We're kind of blasting through this because it happens pretty quick. Yeah, it's fine. Um, another like one of the little kids. I like this little kid, man. It's Ernie Reyes Jr. Is it okay? It's Kino. I was I was wondering. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? I'm like, because he's so good. I'm like, so he goes in, um, lets Johnny out of the cabinet. Uh, Eddie traps Leroy by like fucking with him on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, do do do. And then and then there's and, a, and then like he kicks a bunch of people's ass. And then like a the big dude starts beating him with a chain. Like all the goons come out. Yeah. To attack Leroy. And then I, this made me think of something too. Okay. Yeah. So also we know Ernie Reyes Jr. was Kino and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Legend of the of the or Secret of the Use. When Eddie does his like villain thing, where his face is on the big screen, he's now like larger than life. Yeah, it really it's like, like it's real cheesy. Yeah. When he sends the goons that surround Leroy, that that happened to Liu Kang in 1995's Mortal Kombat, and I'm wondering, I don't know, maybe I'm reaching. What if uh, they took, that was took a little the idea, nod? Probably from Last Dragon. 
because Liu Kang is but a I'm dragon. Al- but I'm also guessing there's probably a million martial arts movies where, where the, guy the goons is being surround the villain yeah. or the, the hero at the end. Yeah, yeah, I know. It just felt very. I was like, oh shit, this is straight up like because Shang Tsung was like, bro, whatever. I don't know. It, Leroy starts beating up the dudes, and then one this big ass guy comes and starts whipping him with a chain, and all the students come in, and then we have like, yeah. this massive brawl. Uh, which is fun. Yeah. And there was like it's a big fracas. I think it's like the, the, when the little kid beats the crap out of one of the guys, he looks really familiar. And I think that is Hernie Reyes senior. Okay. That's his father. Okay. Real life father. Looks, oh, he looks yeah. really familiar. And I was yeah. like, who's that guy? He's, well, he was, I think he was in a lot of martial arts stuff too. Yeah. You know, um, but do Eddie and rock pretty much take Laura, um, mm-hmm. Richie, because Richie got kidnapped with uh, with Laura right. at that time, so he kind of it's funny he's like doing like these little dance moves to get out of the ropes. Yeah, so he escapes. Yeah, that's all. That's right. Yeah, he yeah, started like, like dancing <laughs> out of the ropes. That was fun. Uh, Eddie and uh, Rook pretty much they lead uh, Leroy to like this abandoned building, mm-hmm. and Richie's following him. Yeah, he fights off one of the goons. He fights the beast dude. He he beats up Rock. Yeah, um, and then one of Shonuff's uh, henchmen pretty much grabs Richie and like, yeah. shucks him and like hit like dude the um, kid should have died because he like he hit that was hit pretty that good pretty, pretty good start. Um, Leroy kicks that guy's ass, pretty much locks up Richie. And he's yep. like, no, you can't come with me. He's stay like, in I here. Go you probably home. have a concussion, but whatever. Stay. In yes, this. don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, don't fall asleep for twenty four hours. Uh, and then we have the big Shonuff fight. Shonuff shows up. Yeah, we get some really cool rotoscoping. I like the a lot effects. of colors. I wonder. Excuse me. I wonder if the, and I think it is a direct sort of homage to Star Wars with their colors being red and then blue for yeah. the good and bad guy, like the lightsabers. Could be. Yeah, there's, a, there's so. a lot of pow pow pow. I mean, I like to imagine like, that. Like at one point, like Leroy kicks Shonuff through a door. Oh yeah, and Shonuff doesn't get up. He's like, oh, I killed him. He's dead. And then he turns around, and then and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared like an NPC. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and then Shonuff comes with his glow, the mm. red hands, yeah. and just starts beating the shit out of Leroy. Tries to drown <laughs> him in like a vat of water or something. Yeah, and then it's a oh yeah, he like catches his fist at the big moment when he when he finally like achieves his final level on glow. Catches Shonuff's fist. Yeah, it's a really dope. Because he says, "When I say who's the master, yeah. you say Shonuff." Yeah, and the crap just, then he says something like, "I'm the master," or something. I don't know. Yeah, he catches well, his fist. I know that. that was yeah, like, yeah. Because Leroy cool realizes uh, he is the master. And yeah, like when he's being drowned. Right, and he's like, "Oh, it's you. The last place you would look inside yourself, uh, Daniel son, Leroy yeah, son, yeah, yeah. type of stuff. Face yourself. Yeah, and and then I, combat, I say he gets the glow." Gets the glow. He, he gets, gets the, the glow. glow. Yeah. And then I'm like. He's all glowed up. He's, a, he's got a glow. He does. He has a glow up. Defeat Shonuff with Full his. What, 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 and the glow. The song starts playing. I got the glow. Fantastic. Love um, it. Love yeah. it. And then Eddie shows up and he's like, see if you can do the. And shoots Leroy. Uh-huh. Like, oh, no. I just hit my mic. Oh, no. And then Eddie walks up. And he's like, he's dead. Uh-huh. But he ain't dead. Nope. nope. Leroy smiles. He's got the bullet in Caught his teeth. Caught that junk. Which I, I had, I, man, I wish I had the end clip on that. Because Eddie's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. And yeah. Eddie's trying to hire him. He's like, listen, uh, yeah. uh, I'll take domestic, you can have foreign rights. No, 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 wait, you can have domestic and foreign rights. I just want a finder's fee. And he's like cranking him up. <laughs> he's hanging him up on a chain. Yeah. And the police show up to arrest Eddie. And then also the hairdresser and like producer of Seventh Heaven Disco Tech or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, Laura, there you are. Your hair looks horrible. How are yeah, you like, not, supposed to be... Uh, not, are you okay? Yeah, You've been yeah. kidnapped. We have a show we to do. Let's go. There's like 15 dead people in the studio. <laughs> no, nope, we got a show to do. Show must go on, man. 
And then Leroy disappears. You know? Right. And, and then, then he shows back up. Yeah, because we're back at Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. And everyone dancing. Laura's all bored up in the booth. Yeah, and then Leroy shows up. And he the, shows up. With and the bouquet. He's, he's like trying to shout. And the, you know, we've all done this when we're in like a loud bar. And like right when the music like, ends, you say something really loud and stupid and everybody hears it. Uh-huh. So right when the music ends, he's like, I need you to show me the moves. You yeah. Know? Like pretty much comes down here. told everyone. <laughs> that you won't do it. <laughs> And they come down and kiss, and yeah, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> pretty sure they bump uglies shortly after that. She's she's pretty hot in this movie. She's yeah, uh, she does hot. she does have like one really sharp canine, which I think she we does. Were, yeah, we were talking about this the other day, and I was, it was like Fang, kind of like big bully. Oh shit, yeah, she's yeah. got a really long canine. Huh. Very cute. I like the movie. Um, I did too. I'm gonna I give it a solid three, solid three ducks, solid three ducks from from me too. You know, I definitely would watch it again. It's to me, it's very essentially eighties. Like if you like really want a good eighties tastic film that's not Beverly yeah. Hills Cop and or it's not like Sixteen a, Candles, you right. want something kind of campy, kind of John fun. Hughes. Exactly, I would watch this movie. I would too. I like it a lot. Well, I know that we're not drawing out of the bucket today because we decided no. uh, and we we basically said the name of our next movie yeah. like fifteen times in this cast. Yeah. Uh, we are going to do uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes, so that was from ninety seven. Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of going to skip over ninety five uh, because we're, 90, we're probably going to talk about had, it a little. Ninety five had a pretty good success. Um, it was still critically critically not bad, but because great. because there's a new Mortal Kombat coming out on HBO, um, which I think will be released before next week. Yeah, so yeah, we're we're talking about Mortal Kombat Annihilation because it's the worst of the two. The first one, I can't remember if it performed well critically or, or poorly critically or commercially, but I know mm. a lot of people hold it up there as being one of the better um, video game adaptations uh, in terms of like story to, I, to I'm like thinking, a film. I'm thinking this new one's going to be pretty good. It looks all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be a storyline to it, or if it's just going to be some. Is, is it going to be like Godzilla versus Kong, where it's just we're just excited because we're seeing a bunch of people being finishers and yeah we'll see the fatalities yeah Yeah, i'm really interested in that um i i'm cautiously optimistic as as one might say approaching something that you're a fan of but not sure if it's going to be great or not i know most of the people who are like big mortal Kombat fans in my life are pretty pumped for it um i can't help but think it looks a little little sub quality Eh, it looks like made for tv movie kind of thing or at least the way graphics look amazing wait yeah, I think the effects are going to be fine, um, but they look like cheap effects. But I'm just judging this on we're, the trailer. Yeah, we're going to have to wait post production. Maybe that's why they pushed it back a week. Maybe. To give just the finishing touches. Who knows? We'll see. I'm also not a huge fan of introducing new characters to drive the narrative Was it, when there's a whole world were there of new characters. characters. I thought I recognized everybody that was pretty much in that. Um, one of the Colt, Colt or Colton? Uh-huh. Something there's, there's a brand new character I, I think is kind of driving the plot Or is the main focus Protagonist or something He's got the fucking Scar on his chest that is, Or a birthmark That's also in the shape of the dragon Yeah It's not like Luke Kang Or something like that Right No no Luke Kang doesn't feel like a central Is central but not a main Character uh-huh. He just feels like a Like a supporting character and this is just what I'm gleaning from the trailers. And we're know we can't out. trust trailers. Yeah, we'll find out. And what then we're going to talk Mortal Kombat. Probably not just Annihilation. Annihilation will be the focus. But we'll talk about Mortal Kombat yeah, we'll talk about the and, video its, games. and its legacy. Yeah, yeah. There's much. all kinds of stuff. kind of want to see where people can watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I, did, uh, I think it's on HBO Max right now because they're putting out 
the movie. It and is. And they so, have the other yeah, two. It, yeah, if you have HBO Max, Jesus, 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, yeah, it is available for rent on Prime and Vudu, but if you have yeah. HBO Max, it is on there. So All right. that's where I'll watch it. Well, I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. That was The Last Dragon. Um, and thanks again to all of our patrons, D-Rock, Krisky, Shaymani, Gina Bobina, Voipronto, Cinnamantha, Patty, Rios, Samwise, Stripes, and Brittany, and to also our new uh, patron, Timbo. Thank you so much, guys. And, of course, A.J. Simmons and the Copper Fox Tattoo Company. Absolutely. And we will catch you next time on Duck and the Usher for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.